You're listening to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Hey there, welcome to the show. This is Beyond Synth, episode 335. And uh, on today's show, of course, we're going to be listening to awesome music because I got Marco here. Say hello, Marco. Hey, everybody. And uh, we are joined today by a very special guest. So as you all know, if you've been listening to the program, if you are part of the $25 club or higher on the Beyond Synth Patreon or the Beyond Synth PayPal, uh, one of the new, in quotes, prizes is that you can come and join Marco and I for an episode. And uh, we're, we've been recording a bunch of these, although this is number two, but that's like a bunch. <laughs> and that's the whole deal. So today we are joined by awesome patron and school, and I was going to say school guy, <laughs> and cool guy, Retro Serenade. How's it going, man? Yo, how are you doing? I'm good. So you are Randy, is that correct? Yes, sir. Cool. So how about this? Let's get to know Randy here, and then we'll we'll play a song. So what should people know about Randy? I'm a graphic designer, 9 to 5 job. I work for the city. Uh, all I do are PSAs, in-house. I wish I could show you guys like what I do example, but they don't put anything on YouTube. It's just like training videos, like animated ones with like After Effects and Premiere, whatever I need to use. And Yeah. Wait, so is that all-encompassing of graphic designers now that they also are animators as well? Not from what I know. Usually there's someone that specializes in those things. Are you being exploited? Did you go in there and say, I'm just a graphic designer, and now they like gave you like 80 more responsibilities? Pretty much. Pretty much. You know, now that they're saying stuff like, oh, we could do this now. Now we have a Randy. We didn't have a Randy before. They're just, they say stuff like that. Oh, know? no. It's time for you to... What, what, what's that thing that's going on right now? Quiet quitting? You know, where you still work, but you only do exactly what it says on the uh, job description or whatever? I think that's what it's called. I don't remember, but but yeah, that's that's what I do pretty much. They did give me a raise, knowing that I could do all these things. So well, there you go. I, I'm I'm good with it. Yeah, I'm good with it. Any city is lucky <laughs> to have you making their PSAs for them. Oh, thanks, Andy. I appreciate it. <laughs> are they fun, or are they all just sort of basic? Like, don't smoke where you eat, or whatever. I don't know what it is. Yeah, something like that. Eat. It's mostly. <laughs> 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 don't don't put me on the spot. I was watching a horror movie the other day where the guy's literally smoking while he's eating. I'm like, what the fuck? Did people really do that in the 80s? Like, what? It is so weird. What were you watching? Uh, it was that movie that you recommended that um, Aunt Lee's uh, meat, oh, meat pie. pies. Yeah, how was it? It's actually pretty funny. Yeah, I'll watch it for next time because I skimmed through it because I just wanted to see if there was some nudity. <laughs> Because I'm a real good guy. No, I don't think there is. But all the three nieces of hers, they're all obviously decent looking girls. Well, they're all like 
supposedly Playboy at the time, because I'm looking it up going, these girls, like, there's something to them, you know, like, they're not just regular actresses, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can Google them if you want to see them naked, Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, we'll save that for next time. We'll watch Auntie Lee's Meat Pies uh, for for the next episode. Okay, look, uh, listen, we'll get to know a bit more about Randy in a second, but first we have to listen to a song. So, I'd like to play this cool track... You know me, I love uh, cool arpeggiated uh, bass lines, and uh, this is a cool song, and you're going to dig it. It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, the Kings of the Pattersons. We're talking about Chris Dance, Mike Shima, technically Dennis LaFunk is the King of the Pattersons for a little while, and of course, Mystery Donor. All right, and this is Neon Tenic with Neon Fashioned.
And that was Neon Fashioned by Neon Tenic. What a neon. And that is a cool song to start off this awesome show. Nice. And uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, in the Kroner Club, we got Emil and Hampus ML and Glenn Main driving around in his Glenmobile. I don't know if anyone follows Glenn Main on Instagram, but he has like a car he drives around with a picture of him on it. He's like a traveling musician and he goes and like plays it to bars and things and uh he's got a glenmobile and i just got me thinking that i wanted one <laughs> how about you randy you want a glenmobile or i guess you want a randy mobile yeah i'd love one that'd be nice <laughs> when i was a kid and i used to buy lots of toys and i remember like the terminator 2 toy line and there was a car the terminator car and it had a picture of his face on the front what? and it said t2 like on the hood <laughs> the it was like the it had like a rocket in the back and like i just remembered like it's like <laughs> this, it's like i don't remember that from the film like the fucking car with the picture of a terminator on the hood <laughs> i think i remember that one I, I brought it into the tub i never had that car the only car i ever had as a kid was the beetlejuice car <laughs> and I think when I started playing with Batman toys, I just used the Beetlejuice car as the Batmobile, even though the dimensions of those toys were different. And that is my story about that. <laughs> Marco, what have you been doing? I uh, I went to the Alice Cooper concert up here, and that was really fucking good. The guy's like 74 years old, and he's still jumping around the stage, which is really cool. I mean, that guy's been performing for like over 50 years, which, which is crazy when you think about it. And uh, so that was really fun. How was your light show? I wouldn't end up going to it. I was too tired, so we said, fuck it. We said, fuck it. Now I got to go back into last two weeks ago's episode and delete that part. You better edit it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you better edit this, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not editing this show. That's what, this oh, one's going out on. as is. And we went to the arcade. There's a really cool arcade uh, that we went to. It's had all the retro games. It's, it's got to have, like, fucking 30 pinball machines and um, all old games like Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter, Simpsons, Tron. You know, just all that shit. It was so cool. So we went there. Too. It's too bad I wasn't there to beat you at Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Please. We know how that panned out. <laughs> all right, Randy, what's your favorite retro game? Oh, my favorite retro game of all time? I can hear your son freaking out. <laughs> now I hear the kid. You know what I liked, like, back in the day? Apple TC Commodore days? Were those text games. And I like this game called Ring Quest. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Rain Quest? Ring. Ring, Ring. Quest. I don't think I've heard of that either. It's like a text huh. adventure. It's really old school. You know, you type in go north, examine this, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, fight yeah. Fight this. Yes, that kind of game. I, I guess I have so many memories of that. Was every kind of game like that? Did it always end in quest? Like, was that like the signifier? Because, like, you know, Police Quest and Space Quest and all those games, like, was that just the signifier that this is the type of game it is? Sort of. I, I think those games, though, actually had a person that you controlled. Like, yeah, Ace that was Quest more was like, like a that. point and click adventure game, I think, Andy. Yeah. Yeah, those are like point and click and like Laser Suit Larry and. That was a game I wasn't supposed to play, but my dad didn't know. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, because I think I remember those games being worse than they were. Like, if I played a Leisure Suit Larry game now, would it just seem relatively tame, or were they actually that raunchy? I guess because, you know, our imagination based off, you know, it wasn't realistic. But that was our realism, I want to say. But, so, like, did you actually see yeah. naked people in Leisure Suit Larry? No. Just, no, just pixels. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, those games 
kind of seemed edgy and risque at the time, I guess. But like you said, if you go back and have a look now, I've watched some videos on it. I haven't played it, but I'm like, it's really kind of tame nowadays. But, you yeah, know, yeah. It, was, it was a different time, though, you know. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty much left to our imagination, yeah. and that's what we had. <laughs> I'm still living in that world now. I think those games <laughs> damaged my brain. Marco. Yes, man. Play me a song. There's a new album that just came out from synth producer called Selena. Uh, it's a really good dark synth album, sort of cyberpunk vibes going on. She hails from Antarctica, apparently. Uh, that's, I think, the first time we've had somebody on the show from Antarctica. Mm. No, it's a possibility. Uh, she could be at one of the research stations, <laughs> you know, uh, could be at uh, US Outpost 31 yeah, or sure. something like that. Yeah, Who yeah, knows? Yeah. Anyway, the, the awesome album is called Origins by Selena and the track I want to play off it is Frontline awesome alright and I will say that it is brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters like Mike Erdahl with the 5666 Brandon Decker and Tim Carlton in the $50 club and then there's Jacob Wick my semi-sonic friend and I hope you dig this this is Selena with Frontline
And that was Selena with the track Frontline. That's a cool song, and it's brought to you by some cool people like Dinner Dog with the 3456. I think that technically makes him a knight of synth because it's pounds, and I think the uh, the dollar ratio converts that to... Anyway, Dinner Dog's a cool guy. That's the bottom line. And with the 3333, it's Mr. Retro Serenade. We're talking to him right now. So, uh, Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So, tell me a bit more about you, man. So, your graphic designing, is that what you're doing all day? What's this retro serenade about? Well, that's uh, my karaoke channel. You know, I think I told you in an email before, but I don't know if you remember. I, I can't read. You know, <laughs> but I wanted to do something connected to Synthwave because, you know, my love for it. And at the time, I think I was going to a lot of karaoke parties with my friends and he was always throwing one. I don't know. And I drove home one day and I was like, I could do that. Karaoke and Synthwave or anything obscure because you know what happens when you go to karaoke bars? You're always looking for a song and they don't have this song. They don't have this song. And so I thought about it, like obscure songs and Synthwave and karaoke. And so I started to channel, but it didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> First, I started with the Midnight because that's the popular, you know, group these days. Never so. heard of them. <laughs> but yeah, it's, you know, it's like a karaoke video where you follow along the words and sing along to the instrumental. But one caveat was that, you know, if you've been to a karaoke bar, you've seen karaoke videos. They're cheap looking. You know, it's just words in a blue screen sometimes or sometimes a cheesy video. And I had to give it some sort of lively aesthetic and it looks good. It doesn't look like any of those videos, but it performs just the same. Did you replace the little bouncing ball with like a synthwave sun or something? <laughs> I tried that and it was too hard. So I went down to something simple. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm always trying to figure out any way to make something more work. That's the way my brain works. Yeah, I tried it and it was just taking too long to make a video. So yeah, I just ditched it and I just went to the, you know, the highlighting of the words, which is the pretty basic way to make karaoke. There is a tiny following and I do get requests, but I'm just so busy at work that, yeah, I don't have time. And so like maybe one video every three months if I put my, my mind to it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's not bad. I keep on wanting to make more videos and I just don't have time to do any of them. I'm like sitting on so much like unedited footage and uh, I just don't have time because like when I'm done like editing the show, I've got like a spare like two minutes. Videos I, are so much work, though, you know? Like, yeah, audio, yeah. Audio is one thing, but the video is like, you have to worry about audio and video now. You know, it's like at least double the work. I mean, it's it's a lot of work. Yeah. It is. And, it I, is. and most yeah. of the time now, every time I get slightly distracted, I just go to the Xbox and play Zuma. <laughs> I've been playing so much fucking Zuma, and I'm like stuck on level nine. The fuck is Zuma? Zuma, it's this fucking game where you're like this frog that like kind of spins around in the center of the screen and you shoot like colored marbles. There's like marbles moving around the screen to different colors and you have to match three and then they disappear. Oh yeah, that's an old game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's like Bust the Groove or Bust the... What yeah, it's like, it's, it's, it's of that ilk, except it's not, it doesn't play yeah. the same way. It's sort of like in Zuma... You know, the marbles are kind of like moving around the screen in like a spiral and they go like down different paths and then you're in the center of the screen sort of shooting in any direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. That game was uh, very 2005, I think. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's the, that's the fucking irony of this whole thing. I, I pay for Xbox Live and it comes to $20 Canadian a month like with tax. 
And instead of playing the AAA games, I'm basically playing... I'm paying Microsoft to play Zuma. Like, I could probably just buy Zuma off the fucking Xbox store for like $1.99. Yeah. But for some reason, I keep paying them. Oh I know. I do the same thing with my PlayStation thing, and I'm playing all these indie weird games. And it's like, I end up getting halfway through it, and I'm like, why am I fucking playing this? Because I'm paying for this monthly subscription, and the game's free. I feel like I should be playing it to get my money's worth, but I don't even want to play this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because I just was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Oh, I, wa- I want to listen to a song. You know, everyone always keeps on saying that Marco's the one who always brings the chill synth and all this stuff, but I like that stuff too. I found this cool artist called Evert with two T's, and he makes some really cool tunes, and so I want to listen to this one. It's uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 club, like Mr. A Star Apart. We just met him a few weeks ago. And then there's Alex Seligson, Blake Peterson, Cargo Cult Luau, and Johnny Five. And this is Evert with Lost Tape.
right, and that was Lost Tape by Evert. I hope I'm saying that right. Evert, E-V-E-R-T-T. And uh, that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. We're talking about Joseph Richards, Ken Jeru, Neverman, and Restless Nights. And I'm back here with Marco and Randy, a.k.a. Retro Serenade. Hi. We're talking about karaoke and graphic design and playing old video games. And that's pretty much all we ever talk about on this show, (laughs) now that I say it out loud. It's a great thing. So this is where I let the special guest air any grievances. You ever listen to the show and go, what the fuck is Andy talking about? Or Marco's full of shit, and I want to give them a piece of my mind. So now's your opportunity. (laughs) You know, honestly, I have no grievances. You know, I was listening to the other interview, and I was thinking about it for a long time. Like, do I have any? I don't, even though the show has changed a lot you know your format it's always been enjoyable and i don't have much and it helps me through the day you know listening to it and zoning out doing work if there's something tiny tiny and it's only because we have different tastes in music i mean we but we all love synthwave electronic and all that you're stuff. about to talk about vaporwave i'm gonna hang up on you no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> when you <laughs> no uh growing up i grew up with a lot of like r&b and pop and hip-hop mm. and when you guys do those 90s shows Everyone hates the ones I like. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're you're like, it's not for me. One, one. And I'm like, damn, I guess we're different in that way. But, you know, to each his own. It's just how I grew up. Well, you know, there's only two more years. I have such a backlog of interviews that uh, we're probably not going to be doing any family shows for a while. Oh. So you won't you won't have to hear that for a little <laughs> bit. And technically speaking, we there was only two more years of the 90s anyways. Yeah. But uh, maybe one of these days we'll fucking finish that series. The point is, man, if it makes you happy, you know, live and let live, even though I most heartily disagree, <laughs> uh, it's, <laughs> it's still... I, I do like your uh, explanation. Like, you said what, what R&B is. It's like songs about how to say sorry to your girlfriend? Is no, it was, it was Marco. Marco said the funniest fucking thing. You said, I don't want to sit around listening to songs about how nice you're going to be to a girl. No, what the fuck? Was, <laughs> singing to your girl about how nice you're going to be to her. Oh, fuck, I can't do it right. <laughs> I can't you're remember either now. It's been quote. a while, man. I have to go back and listen. Oh, dude, it was like one of the funniest <laughs> things you've ever said. This is where you edit in a clip of me saying it now. That's You go back and you need to find that. Oh, no, but then I'd have to listen to fucking 40 hours of shows to... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was a great right? line, though. It was a great line, yeah. and I was laughing so hard at work, and people were just watching me. <laughs> no, but that's the truth. That's how I feel about it. It's—I mean, I, I wish I knew exactly what I said, but it is. It's like it is the truth. It's like it Jesus is. Christ, man. Are you gonna just like the whole song? You're just talking about how you're gonna do this and that. It's like fuck, I don't want to listen to it. fucking creepy, man. <laughs> Oh, that's great. I love that. Well, but I tell you what, I'll tell you what's cool. Marco, you're going to play me a cool song. That's right. Uh, I actually got a new artist here, and it's his debut track. The guy is called Wellside. He hails from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and apparently he's a drummer turned synth enthusiast. It's a really upbeat, a really nice, warm track, and um, it's a pretty good debut from him. Anyway, it's uh, Ions by Wellside. Awesome, and it is uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. We're talking about Robot Conglomerate, Sir Micathy, your friendly neighborhood Raccoon Petey, and Slade. And this is Wellside with Ions. (laughs) 
a cool song. It was uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Well, there's Forged in Young with the 2049. With the 20, it's Joshua Winter. And with the 1988, it's Mr. Whalen Kasky Geospatial. And I'm back here with Marco and Randy, a.k.a. Retro Serenade. He's just informed us that uh, Boys to Men is his favorite band. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, when I listen to it now, like, it's just nostalgic and it is very cheesy, but, uh, you know, I grew up with it. I don't listen to it now. Is your son calling you? No, he's calling his mom, I think. Okay, I thought I heard him say dad. <laughs> no, I think he's hungry. Okay. <laughs> Usually I cook. So. I love this. I think he's hungry. It's like it's like a monster in the basement just I think it's hungry again. <laughs> That is, you know what? That's <laughs> pretty much. It, it kind of is. <laughs> yeah. So then, what do you do when you're not uh, oh, when you're not at work? Then what what does Randy do in his free time? Pretty much just hang out with the lady. Uh, Ooh, lady. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, <it's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, exercise when I can. Mm. I'm a diabetic, so I need to exercise all the time. What's your favorite exercise? <laughs> Uh, None of it. (laughs) You know, I'd rather eat sugars and chocolate all day and, you know, ice cream and just relax and watch Game of Thrones or something. What time of, uh, what type of diabetic? There's the one, isn't there two types? Like there's one where you can't eat sugar and the one where you eat too much or something. What is it? Isn't there like two different types? Yeah, I'm a type two, but within type two, there's a hyperglycemic, which is your blood sugar gets too high. And there's hypoglycemic, which is it gets too low. That's the one where you could eat sugar to raise it up. I wish I was that one sometimes, but if I did that, I'd be overweight. So you're the opposite. Do you have to give yourself a needle? No, not yet. I hope not. That's okay. why I don't want to get there. Okay, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Andy's. that's like Andy. He's a type 2 asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I always have to give myself a Just needle. Just kidding. He's not really. Everyone knows. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> I do have this needle I have to put in my ass every day, though. Well, yeah. Or at least that's what I tell people. I say, like, yeah, I have to. It's because I have a condition. I like needles in my ass. <laughs> Or a stiletto in the ass. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> we were gonna have to make a T-shirt about that. <laughs> Just a picture oh, of Marco. Getting... Weird as shit. Yeah, yeah. My wife was listening to that part, and she's like, "What is he talking about?" <laughs> Somehow you turned it into stilettos on the balls or something. I'm like, well, "I don't know how we." <laughs> <laughs> I brought it up because we were talking about sadomasochism. Oh yeah. You mentioned like not wanting to kink shame, and then we're just like, "Yeah, but it still is pretty weird if you're one of those people who gets your balls like stomped on with a stiletto, and then like that's." What... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bring out the weirdness in everybody. It's just like, you can be like the most normal person, then you have a conversation with me, and then partway through, you're just saying this is the dumbest shit. <laughs> I apologize, you know. It's, a, <laughs> it's okay. I, I could just picture it, though, you know. It's like, ow. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I do here, man. You know, that's what Beyond Synth is all about. We're painting mind pictures. You know, it's uh, the beautiful tapestry of the imagination. You're just seeing the balls and the stiletto. and Yeah. This is, this is what's going to fuel your creativity man when you're at work exactly exactly that's what i was about to say we're all like-minded i love it i mean look (laughs) the the thing is this man horses for courses everybody has certain things that uh get them excited and uh, i'm not here to judge i'm here to learn so if somebody wants to call in and talk to me about stiletto bagging or whatever the hell (laughs) that's what i'm gonna call it (laughs) i like to learn you know what I mean? There's so many interesting and varied people, and we all have a lot we can learn from each other. Oh, yeah. Life's a learning experience. It so. sure is. You're always learning something new every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normal? Well, look. What was that? Oh, that's my dog. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my God. And a clown. I thought... <laughs> <laughs> Away his toy. That's why he was happy playing Aww. with his toy. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we'll learn all about your dog after this. But first, I want to listen to a song. I got a cool one here from Adriel. Just go back and listen to the show I did with Adriel. I feel like that was like two seasons ago now, or was it more? But uh, anyway, she makes uh, cool music, and uh, this one is called Colorado, and then in brackets, In the Blooming, and uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's the Buchelman sisters, Rachel and Sarah with the 1985, there's Zach with the 1980, and then there's Jane Kramer, Private Eye with the 1555, and this is Adriel with Colorado.
Midnight, and that was Adriel with the track Colorado, and then in brackets, Into the Blooming. And, uh, and that was a cool song brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. There's Rawr with the 15, and there's Honeybeard, Mads Baron Christensen, and we will never forget the immortal Chris Celia Lane. And I am back with Marco and Retro Serenade. <laughs> and we're, whoa, that was weird. Uh, we're just having a good time here talking about stuff. Have you watched the new Game of Thrones show? I'm going to direct this at Randy. Yeah, I have. You know what I found interesting? I haven't watched it yet. I just watched the first episode just to see what they were going to do for the title sequence. But then the first episode didn't have a title sequence. It just was like a black screen and said Game of Thrones or whatever. And then I skipped episode two. And I find it really interesting that they're just using the same song. I don't know if it's like it's a bad thing or a good thing. It's just really weird that they're just using the same Game of Thrones theme music. Like I thought there was going to be some like variation on it or something, but they just they just use the same song. Oh yeah. At first when I heard it I was like, "Oh, well, here this is familiar, you know?" And then you know, after like a couple seconds in, I was like, oh, whatever, you know, just to see what this whole, because, you know, everyone wants to see that whole 3D, the way they do the intros. Honestly, I'm still, I know what's going on, but I don't know if I like it entirely compared to the original series. I'm going to wait till the season's over because, you know, like I'm one of those people who felt a little kind of burned by the the way the Game of Thrones ended. But I'm not against watching a cool show. Like, if this show is cool, I'll watch it. I'm, I'm watching Lord of the Rings right now, and so I'm, that's like my fantasy show, and I feel like when this season's over, then I'll just go watch Game of Thrones, and that's pretty much what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw the first episode of uh, Rings of Power, I guess, and yeah, it seems interesting. I mean, I don't understand all the hate. It, I've only watched one episode, but a lot of people aren't liking it, I guess, it seems good to me. It's fine. Sometimes I'm just in this place where I just don't have, I don't care enough to pretend to be upset. Like, this was the same point I was making on the episode we were doing with A Star Apart, where I just feel like a lot of the nerds are, are getting mad about stuff they don't actually care about. And that doesn't mean there isn't people with valid criticisms about the show. Like, I watch videos where people are complaining about Rings of Power, mm-hmm. and I can't argue with their points. You know, so far, like, a lot of the main characters are not likable. There is writing problems and and these sorts of things and and they're totally valid for some reason i'm not affected by it yeah me too so even even though everyone's complaints are completely valid when i watch an episode of this show i'm like this is a cool fantasy show like even though everyone's complaints are valid sometimes i just don't care and if i don't care i'm not going to pretend to i'm not going to come on this show and do go do a rant about how like she hulk sucks or whatever just because i don't care enough like if the show is complete trash it wouldn't affect me at all so I'm not going to pretend to be mad about it just to if it's satisfying to hear someone rant about stuff like rants to me are only satisfying if there's true passion involved and not like you're you're doing a performance to like satisfy people who are upset about something like yeah I'm not an anger clown anger clown (laughs) (laughs) I should trademark that that's good so are you are you all caught up on Game of Thrones I didn't see the latest one we need to it's just that I've been working so much or I work in the morning like three in the morning so what yeah so uh, three in the morning well it's a long story i'm doing something with work because this person isn't there so i'm doing another person's job oh i gotta love that shit (laughs) yeah jesus christ but so yeah i've been we've been i'm behind i haven't seen the latest episode of she hulk or rings of power you sound like a hard-working guy yeah i try (laughs) you don't want to work yourself too hard man yeah i see i'm always thinking i'm gonna get covid i'm gonna get covid because i'm so exhausted but test after test, negative, negative. For me, when I don't sleep, 
Like, I need sleep so badly that anytime I have one of those nights where I don't sleep, I literally feel my immune system weaken. Me too. And it's always so immediate. It's like if yes. every time yeah. I get a cold, it's because I fucking only slept like one hour the night before. And I even wake up almost feeling like I can just feel like a sore throat coming. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, it happens to me so quick. You, sleep is a very important thing is what I'm trying to say to you and to the audience and Marco. Yeah, it is. Especially at our age. Or I don't know how old you are, but I'm in my mid 40s. And yeah. I could do this when I was like in my 30s and even 20s. But now I get really ill from one hour of sleep now. It's like, God. Damn. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Yeah. yeah. I know, right? I didn't sleep too good. And then fucking... <laughs> Hardly got any sleep, and I had the fan on, and then because my immune system's low, and and a bit of fan blowing on my face was enough to get me a sore throat. It's like what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> it's like what am I eighty or something? I mean, yeah. Jesus. That's the joys of uh, being our age. Because for me, the main injury I always get is. Um, I just slept funny and then I just wake up and my neck is fucked for a week and it's just like, oh, I guess I shouldn't have slept with my head to the funny. left. Fuck yeah. me, right? Like, uh, Anyway, yeah. listen, Marco, play me a song. Sure. I got another great track here. It's uh, some hot outrun action, some high octane stuff. Uh, it's a new one from Adviction Stride and the track is called Wicked. Awesome. And it is uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 club we're talking about fraser davidson albion algorithm andrew bennon barry 007 energon cubes and jacob pringle and this is advection stride with wicked
And that was Wicked uh, by Advection Stride. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club, like John Masari, Knight of Ducks, Kudzost, Matthew Lister, and Monkey Magics. And I am back here with Marco and Randy, a.k.a. Retro Serenade. And we're just having a gay old time. Oh, yeah. Just talking about television and uh, mm-hmm. getting sick and being old. Needles <laughs> in the ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll just recap everything we've talked about to this point. <laughs> you put steroids in your ass, Andy? Is that what that is? Look, man, the bottom line is this, okay? We're having a good time. Yeah. All right, who cares? It's uh, yeah. this is me deflecting the the topic. Here's what you put in your ass. I can't, I can't <laughs> let them know, man. I can't let them know. If my audience found out, I'd lose all my patrons. They'd be so disappointed in me. Oh, come on, oh. man! It's the current year. People are pretty. <laughs> is this, a, this is what we're gonna do to keep the podcast topical instead of saying what year it is. Just listen, man. It's the current year. No, I just I say that now because it's funny because people say, man, it's it's 2022. Like, what does it even mean when people say that? It's like. So it's the current year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> like, get with the time. You know, people say they like, get with the time. It's just a weird thing to say. It's 2022, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow, it's the current year. You know, it's going to be Mortal Kombat's, like, 30th anniversary. Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? And I don't think they have anything planned that's good. I'm still waiting for them to do some sort of anthology-type game. Like, you know, Street Fighter? Like, there's those, the anthology ones where it has, like, all yeah. the old games you can get, and mm-hmm. they did, like, an HD re- yep. remaster or two and stuff. And uh, there's never been, like, a Mortal Kombat anthology. Like, remember, like, there's all the games that came out in, like, the PS2 era? Mm. Whatever, Mortal Kombat Deception and Deadly Alliance and those ones. Yeah. There's some fucking good ones in there. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Like, you'd think this is something that they would do, like, just have all of the old classic ones in one place, because I would buy that in a second. Yeah, me too. And That's a good idea. I don't yeah. think there's any plan to do anything like that. No, they should. I mean, look what uh, Konami did with that Ninja Turtle game, right? They put, like, all the yeah. old ones. Even the NES one, which I was surprised, and I was like, wow, this is a great idea. That one was so <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Fucking hell. That one shit me to tears, that game. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't fair. You know... <laughs> It wasn't fair. I love that. It really wasn't. It was like a big fuck you. (laughs) You know, the new one is actually pretty good. Shredder's Revenge, which is uh, on all current platforms. Oh, it's like the arcade one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was surprised because it's really fast and responsive, Like, and it was fun to play, but it still has that old like 16-bit art style and uh, there's lots of different kind of combinations and combos you can do it and stuff and uh, yeah. it was pretty good although to be fair I only played the first three levels and then went back to playing Zuma so oh, God, <laughs> I should just fucking go buy Zuma <laughs> this is the same thing that happened when I wanted to play the new Halo game and so I signed up to fucking Xbox Live again and then I ended up playing Stardew Valley and Stardew Valley costs like $12 like I could fucking buy Stardew Valley on all of my consoles and it would still be cheaper than what the fuck I'm doing and now I'm playing Zuma which is like an like it's like an iPhone game. It's mesmerizing to watch, though. It really is. I mean, I've watched my friends play it, and you just stare at it as an audience. Like it's just a puzzle game, mm. but for some reason, dude, I can't explain it. I cannot explain it. You know when I I think I remember when I played it when I was flying on the plane to America. They had it. You know those touch screens on the back. They had it. I actually, that's right. I played it a fair bit. 
pretty addictive. Yeah, it is. Like, Tetris is one of my favorite games of all time. So, like, pretty much whenever I play the Switch, I'm just playing Tetris 99. And Zuma, this stupid Zuma game, I can't explain it. Of all the games I could be playing right now, and every time, you know, before I walk the kids to school, I'm like, I've got, like, a few extra minutes. I'm just stuck on level 9 on Zuma because you have to beat all seven levels before you move forward. Like, it's, like, level 9-1, 9-2, 9-3, and you can't die or else you have to do level 9 all over again. And that's all I've been playing. I was stuck on level 8 for two weeks. Like, I just fucking play Zuma. I probably played Zuma, like, two hours a day. And I'm just playing the same seven levels over and over again. (laughs) Like, it's just... It's fucking... I can't explain it, man. It's addictive, yeah. Anyway, whose turn is it? Is it my turn or your turn? (laughs) Sorry. I think it's your turn, mate. All right, well, look. I got a cool one here from Makeup and Vanity Set. He put out this uh, interesting little EP. It was called Gradient Ultra. And uh, I just thought it was a cool little sort of experimental thing. It's kind of got like sort of lo-fi kind of wobbly sounds in there. And it's kind of a different sound for him. And I thought it sounded cool. So I want to listen to it. Uh, It's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 club, like Poly Digital and Pud Nuts and Rama Branch and Run the Skyway and Tristan Waits and this is Makeup and Vanity Set with Data Share.
And that was Data Share by Makeup and Vanity Set from Gradient Ultra. And that was a, a cool one. And it was uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters in the $10 Club, like Mr. Watch Clark, Mr. Will Lowe, Mr. Gary Heather, and Fuzzy Saber. And how about Jean Christophe Leconte? All oh, cool my people favorite. in my book. Yeah, that's Marco's favorite. I'm here with Marco, of course. And Retro Serenade. <laughs> Yo. Um, I should remind the audience, you know, if you're an awesome Patreon supporter, you can join us too. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It is. By that, I mean you can join Randy. You can go to his work and join him at three in the morning. And you can <laughs> say, what are you doing here, man? This is someone else's job. You help him out, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what else is going on? So you're saying you're doing X exercises. I'm trying to get like a sort of a, a picture of the life of Randy. So you work real hard. You're working, you know, real long hours. You come home. You do some exercises. You feed the monster. You got a dog. What's the dog's name? Uh, the dog's name is Chris. <laughs> I love when people give animals normal people names. This is such a normal name. Yeah, I know, right? It's like, ah, it's just Chris. Yeah, yeah. He's a, a little Karen Terrier. The same dog you see in Wizard of Oz, Toto. Mm. Yeah, it's just oh, a little yeah. guy. Yeah, he's well behaved. He was. He was. He doesn't bark like you know a lot of little dogs do. Oh, that's great. You know, you know how they bark like crazy sometimes and don't stop. Yeah, now he's not one of those. Do. Yeah, he's not like that though. Can I ask you a question? Yes. No, not you. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say, well, when, you, when you're designing and stuff, sounds like you do a lot of it. Do you listen to music while you're doing it or, or anything like that? Oh, yeah. When it comes to, like, the monotonous stuff, like, when I have to animate, I don't need music or to hear any audio. I just need to start moving the puppets around or, you know. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever used it before, like After Effects, when you have to start animating. But mm -hmm. yeah, usually I'll just listen to like a synthwave playlist I put together. Nice. You know, speaking of makeup and vanity set, yeah, that just popped up. That was like the last song of the day before I, <laughs> I logged out. Nice. And uh, it was glowing light. And I was like, oh yeah, I was just listening to them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I listen to synthwave and all that. Cool. Sometimes classical. I don't know. I'm a big video game nerd too. So I like video game soundtracks. Yeah. Like Final Fantasy, Xenogears, ah, all yeah. that. All that stuff. Go back to that once in a while. Yeah. I started listening to Green Noise. Oh, God. Oh. Do you know that about the noise colors? It's basically like just frequencies that like help you relax or go to sleep and stuff. It's basically just like listening to fuzz. It's like it sounds like you're listening to like TV fuzz, but they're at different frequencies. And there's all sorts of different colors. So there's like pink noise and brown noise and green noise. And they're all descriptions of different frequency ranges. And so some people find it really relaxing to like listen to white noise. And it's just like listening to like... <sighs> at like a low volume but like it helps you sleep oh. and focus interesting I, i've listened to pink noise and i've used those stuff for like burning in headphones what's pink noise like poor noises yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> noises. what is pink noises <laughs> <laughs> no no so I, i've never heard that one pink noises i think it's like a lower bass oh it's like a freak another frequency or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's just oh, like each okay. color represents just a frequency range and so like you know pink noise is and brown noise is you know and okay, okay. that's basically wow. like what it is you know not quite like that but I, I sometimes put on uh, like this this crazy videos on YouTube like all sorts of shit of like uh, Blade Runner Blues and they'll have like 
they'll have it on loop that song and it's kind of in the distance and I'll just have rain and and the picture will be like the balcony from Blade Runner yeah yeah they'll put that on many times <laughs> and it's just so relaxing you know but there's all sorts of shit it'll be like an apartment in Manhattan overlooking the fucking you know shit like that mm-hmm. and it'll be like 10 hours worth or the, the Star Trek bridge oh, you know oh, and it'll yeah. have the noises and shit and you can watch that for 10 hours that's a cool one. That's one of my favorites. I've fallen asleep to the Star Trek bridge. It's very... Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's cool, yeah. <laughs> like, it actually worked for me in that the second I start listening to the noise, it did just calm my brain down completely because there's nothing to think about. It's like even even the Star yeah. Trek one, and I've also listened to like the Doctor Who one as well because the, the inside of the TARDIS makes a humming sound and there's different hums, but it's still something to think about. Like when I'm listening to the Star Trek bridge or whatever, it's like I'm imagining the spaceship interior, whereas like when you hear like just weird... I don't know, it's like it like resets your brain or something. It's like running one of those tapes into the fucking cassette player that like cleans the heads. For people who use tapes, <laughs> I still have mine. <laughs> like, when was the last time I used a tape? It's been a while. It's been a long time for me. Yeah. But, uh, well, speaking of. No, uh, oh, that's a terrible segue. I was gonna speaking say, of tapes. Speaking of tapes. <laughs> you got a tape to play? Uh, for you. Uh, okay, play me a song, Marco. <laughs> All right. Uh, there's a new EP out at Rosso Corsa Records. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, a little bit of chilled stuff. It's called Nature's Neons by Unison. A really good stuff, highly recommended, and the track I picked to play off it is Trophic. Tropic, Trophic, something like that. It does. It is Trophic, eh? Like T R O P H. It's got to be Trophic. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be Trophic. Otherwise, it wouldn't have wouldn't have the H. Oh, wait, so or would it be Trophic? Trophic could be Trophic. 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 We'll say Trophic. We maybe we're fools, right? <laughs> I don't know. We are fools. Anyway, listen, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters, all right? We're talking about uh, IP68 and Jonathan Harden and uh, Non-Solo Inglese and a Binkley and River Avenue. And, uh, and this is Unison with Traffic.
All right, and that was Trophic by Unison, or maybe it's Trophic. Uh, you be the judge, Unison. You you email me and let me know. And you say, hey, man, you said my song name wrong, you stupid idiot. Uh-huh. I'm here with Marco and Randy, a.k.a. Retro Serenade. Hello. We're just uh, having a good time, right? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are. It's nice to finally meet you guys, you know. That's all I could think about, pretty much. Yeah, it's nice to have you on the show, man. I mean, too bad Mike and even Florence isn't here. You know, I admit to meet them, too. I have actually met Florence before ah. in real life. Yeah, because I've seen yeah, her. She's at, pretty cool. You know, you know she's lives, she lives in L.A., I think. I don't know. But yep. but I've seen her at, like, a Joy Bishop concert and two Midnight concerts. And, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to finally meet you guys. So, Well, yeah. that's what we do. We just yeah. sit around and, and talk a bunch of nonsense. Is there anything you wanted to say? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, give you the floor. I feel like every time I have these guests on, I end up just talking all over them. Not really. I mean, I guess like, you know, anyone listening, go to my channel, Retro Serenade. You know, if you feel like seeing karaoke, just, you know, subscribe if you want. It'll help me in the algorithm. That's probably why I, probably I don't get any much views, you know. I get that a lot, too, on there. People will be like, where did this come from? Why don't you have subscribers to views? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to, you know, you got to do things for the love of the thing. Yeah, yes. When, I, when I'll sit there, I'll make a dumb video that took me two seconds. And then people will fucking watch that one. And then I'll spend like eight months editing an episode of Andy's Spaceship and like two people will watch it. And then I'll go, why am I fucking doing this? And today, for fuck's sakes... Okay, so I posted this fucking video on TikTok or whatever, and Instagram. And it's me making fun of... For some reason, I've been seeing a lot of these types of videos on my feed where someone points out that like in another language there's a lot of words that phonetically sound the same so it'll be like a french video and it'll be like the word for blood is like so and the word for 100 is so you know and then they do a a wacky sentence using all of those words so i made a video making fun of that where i just spoke gibberish i just made up french words and i'm wearing a dumb wig and it's clearly a joke like, it's so fucking stupid. I'm just sitting there like, how do you say fox in French? Le pants. How do you say river? Le pants. How do you say this? Le pants. And I do this like, le pants, de pepe pants, de pepe pants. And then the fucking comments are all people who think it's supposed to be serious. Mm. And like, I don't even know how to process how stupid these fucking idiots are. It's mind-blowing. It's like literally people like, uh, the word for fox is Renard. Like, no shit, you fucking idiot. <laughs> this is what happens when you post on TikTok, Andy. <laughs> I was so furious at TikTok today. That site sucks. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, uh, look, how about this? Let's listen to a cool song. I got one here from Your Sister is a Werewolf, and this is a, an interesting album. It's called Summer Break, and it's kind of more of a like a cinematic kind of album and uh, this is a cool song and uh, I can hear some Phil Collins vibes in some of the synth choices and stuff but this is a song I really dug and uh, it's brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters alright we're talking about cool people like Abash Pudding and Adam Conway and Akio Nakasone and Andrew and Big Baby D and I hope you dig this this is Your Sister is a Werewolf with Fun While It Lasted featuring Jonathan Presnell or Presnell how do you say that last name P-R-E-S-N-E-L-L Presnell is it Presnell 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 Jonathan Presnell (laughs) well here we go alright I'll say Presnell because I think there's an actor called Harvey Presnell, right? And I think that's how you say that name. I'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, it's a cool song, so check it out. Mm-hmm. 
right, and that was Your Sister is a Werewolf with Fun While It Lasted featuring Jonathan Presnell or Presnell. Uh, I don't know how to say that last name properly, but hey, man, you can write me and let me know, and I'll learn from my mistakes. And uh, and that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. Uh, we're talking about Boris and Seifert and Cat Punk and Christian Quello and Krizak Haderach and Dalton Bell, and I'm back here with Marco and Randy, a.k.a. Retro Serenade. That's right. We're just uh, hanging out, listening to me be upset, so let's lighten the mood a bit. I feel like my anger has... Uh, what, what do you say that was spoiled the brine what's the expression a bad apple spoils the sauce oh. sorry i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you're making me hungry for some reason yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like apples randy how do you like them apples i gave you that one. Oh no <laughs> uh, actually this was something i was talking about on a recent episode i think it was the episode i did with knights we were talking about blood types, so I guess being a diabetic, maybe you know more about your blood than most people. But then I sort I was saying that I don't actually know what my blood type is, but then everyone else seems to know what their blood type is and that I'm weird for not knowing. So am I weird for not knowing? Do you guys know your blood type? <laughs> no. I don't. I've known it many times and then I forget. After two or three years it's like I don't fucking remember. Yeah, I don't remember either. I gotta look it up. Like pull out my license. Do this doesn't it tell you on your license? Does it? I'm Canadian. I don't think it says my blood type on mine. <laughs> oh, I think only if you're a donor. You put, like, you want to be a donor oh, in your license. Oh, that's right. They you. So they tell you your blood type yeah. and, like, you can have my arms. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Just don't take my spleen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I want I got to be buried with my spleen, but you can have my feet and a couple of my ribs. I got a message here from Silent H, who says, uh, we were talking about wine headaches in that one, too. Wine headaches. And he's, uh, he's writing in to tell me that he also gets wine headaches, oh, terrible. and he told me his blood type. I don't know if I should say it, because maybe this is like a private message. This is a secret, but yeah, he knows what it is. personal stuff, man. He says, I only know because I donated blunts. Uh, bloods. I donated blunts. He <laughs> <laughs> donated blunts? Fuck. <laughs> who's this guy? I would like to be friends with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a cool guy. I donated blood once, is what I'm. <laughs> I donated blunt. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> great guy. He's you got guy. some great supporters on the show, man. <laughs> Everybody loves Silent Age. Anyway, uh, yeah, he says uh, he donated blood once and they told me after. And uh, he says also, I'm 40 and lately uh, any alcohol gives me a headache. So I guess that's what it is, man. Maybe that's just about being old because we were talking about alcohol headaches and how it doesn't take much to for me to trigger one. And I feel like maybe that's a running theme amongst us old people. He actually could be a pre-diabetic because that happened to me before I got diagnosed that I am a diabetic. Like alcohol, beer, everything started giving me a headache. Oh, no. Yeah. Like a month later, I got checked out and I'm like, oh, you're diabetic, blah, blah, blah. It's because alcohol, you know, raises your blood sugar. Oh. And there's there's no way to fix that. So it will just stay up and you'll have this long headache that Tylenol won't work on it. Nothing works on it. You just have to sit through it and survive the headache pretty much. And oh, that is the worst. Before I, I had this thing where I just didn't want to ever take medicine for some reason. <laughs> and so it wasn't until I was like maybe like 29 that I had my first like Advil for a headache. I would always just weather headaches. And so once a month I would just get like a fucking migraine and I'd be like, I would just go to bed. Like I just refused to take a pill. And then the first time I took an Advil and was like, Oh, shit, this stuff actually works. Oh, <laughs> and then from that point on, I've been addicted to Advil. Uh, but now I just get the generic ibuprofen brand. Advil and NyQuil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also got a message here from Jersey 
one of my awesome PayPals who says, get off your ass and make more stuff in After Effects to me. Well, I, uh, yeah, listen, Jersey, I stopped paying Adobe money no. because I was like paying a monthly fee to basically use After Effects for like three hours a month. And I decided that wasn't worth $70. Yeah, but you can get free hacked versions. You know that, right? No. Man, <laughs> everything I do is above board, all right? Yeah. That, that's something <laughs> really? I, I want you to know, okay. all right? I'm not fucking donating blunts to anybody. <laughs> I do everything above the line. Yeah, but there's some there's some things, though. Like, I've been trying to get better at other programs because I don't use After Effects anymore. But the problem is After Effects was probably the best program I've ever used in my life. And it was just so versatile that, like, not, yeah. not using it anymore is sort of a pain in the ass because it just did so much. I'll send you a cracked version, Andy, all right? Don't worry about it. Well, just don't say that on mic, man. <laughs> um, I know, that's what... Come on, man. It's the current year, all right? <laughs> Listen, Retro Serenade, a.k.a. Randy, I asked you, I said, hey, man, do you want to play a song? And uh, now's the time. <laughs> I guess I had a lot, and I didn't know which one to pick, but... I guess you could play Tomahawk, Midnight Warrior. All right, man. That sounds good to me. Nice. And uh, I'd like to say that it's uh, brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters. We're talking about David Lavelli Jr., Electromechanic, Joe Esposito, Luke Timmermans, Owen Magali, and Philip Back. And this is a cool one here. This is Tomahawk with Midnight Warrior.
And that was Midnight Warrior by Tomahawk. And that was brought to you by my awesome Patreon supporters like Ross Pentland and Artificial and Stagger and Tomas Shimanek and Von Herzog. And we're back here. I'm here with Marco. I'm here with Retro Serenade, awesome patron who is joining us this week. And uh, that's a song he wanted to play. He's like, hey, man, I want to hear Tomahawk, <laughs> damn it. He said that, too. <laughs> I was going to say something vaporish, <laughs> but then you said you didn't want it. <laughs> so I was like, well, never mind. <laughs> well, I'm only kidding. To be honest, I, uh, you know, I, I want I want my guests to feel welcome. If that's the kind of stuff you want to listen to, you want to feel like you're in some weird, dopey drug haze, that's what that music does to me. Yeah. Vaporwave. Yeah. Well, that's what you get when you donate blunts. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> Oh, I'll tell you something else stupid that happened to me. Uh-oh. I got a bill. I'm assuming the, the telephone and cable companies are just as shitty in the States as they are in Canada. But every time I fucking cancel an account with, like, a phone company or a cable company, I still receive bills for, like, four months afterwards. Jesus. You know, I'll just get, like, another bill that's, like... This was the remainder of the month of July. You still owe like $12 and then you pay it and there's like some other fucking bill and they just keep sending them. And I got a bill. So we canceled in July. I literally live in a different place now. And I got a bill two days ago for $1.58, which was a late fee for not paying the last bill in time. But the last bill was for $0. (laughs) So I got it fucking billed. For a late fee for not paying the zero dollars quick enough, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just take a screenshot and show people because that's literally what this bill is. That's so ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. What the fuck is wrong with these companies, man? Yeah, <laughs> like does that happen in the in the states too? Like I don't know if there's different laws, but like as far as I'm concerned, up here every time I've ever canceled phone or cable, uh, we just keep getting bills like months after it's supposed to be over. Like they just find some weird charge to like keep mentioning, and it's it's crazy oh yeah they say something like because you canceled early you breach contract and we have to charge you yeah it's fucking ludicrous that kind of shit doesn't happen in australia mate they don't let it happen no it's an american thing yeah sounds like it they like the shaft yeah (laughs) well have you you had to cancel a cable or phone thing yet marco i haven't actually so i've been pretty lucky i'm that's why i'm not going to cancel anything i'm just going to make sure that's something i want to have for the rest of my life if i get any kind of subscription (laughs) (laughs) that's what i like about you you're so forward thinking i know i know it's it's got its downside too sometimes (laughs) well listen how about this what were you gonna say something no i was gonna segue myself i was gonna say i've got a nice chilled out track for you to calm you down any (laughs) to help you relax a little because i know this shit hey, it's just frustrating it's just fucking ridiculous uh the track i'm talking about is a very ambient track uh really good stuff it's from caspro it's called observe aware featuring boldo caster and it's actually off the album called offline which is available on Bandcamp. really good album too awesome well we'll listen to that right now after i say thanks to my awesome patreon supporters like, uh, what do we got here? Cenotaph and Mike Bailey and Tatsuya Miwa. And, of course, uh, the Polar Wildcat Studios. He's a cool guy. How about Mr. Gimpson? I'll just do some random shout-outs. <laughs> and uh, let's listen to this, man. This is Caspro with Observe Aware featuring Baldo Gaste. <laughs> Thank you. 
And that was Caspro with Observe Aware featuring Baldo Caster. And that was a cool song. Actually, maybe I should fucking uh, mention the old PayPal's. Um, well, the king of the PayPal's. We're talking about Ross Bruce and Alex Lightspeed and Aka and Brian West. You guys are all cool guys. Ross Bruce, the Silver Bruce. Actually, he wrote me a message. What did he say? He says, sending this out before they shut down the power again here in California due to extreme heat taxing that grid. Love me that green energy. Stay cool, fam. Uh Uh-oh. Did they cut your power out? You're in California, right? No. Oh, yeah, I'm in California. (laughs) 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 Do you you often say the opposite of the thing before you... uh... (laughs) Yeah, no, no, I don't know. know. Sorry. I think I'm just hungry. That's all. My brain's, like, shutting down a little bit. (laughs) That's my line. Every episode, there's always this point where my brain shuts down, and I always announce it. I just realize that I listen to the past few shows, and I'm editing the new one, and I'm like, fuck, I say that every episode. (laughs) But I'm still here. Yeah, I'm in California. Do they do that? Do they, like, do uh, brownouts to stop the generators exploding? We get messages, like, you know, alerts saying, you know, don't use your AC, don't use this, blah, blah, blah. Don't breathe. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't put any stress on the grid. We get those. We do. Lately, we've been getting those because it's some Stressing out the grid, man. No, it's a tough situation, man. On one hand, you know, the hotter it's going to get then people are going to be more dependent on their fucking ACs, but then the more people using AC is going to tax the grid even more. And, you know, it's a fucking... It's a cycle. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle, Andy. Yeah, yeah. That's why we all <laughs> got to put Ice Cube in our pants. That's how we're going to solve all the problems. We'll just keep on doing the same amount of pollution and keep fucking everything up, but just put Ice Cubes in our pants, and I think that'll solve uh, all of the world's problems. Yeah. What do you think about that? Yeah, I'm, I wrote that down. I'm going to try that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called the Andy's Ice Cube Initiative. <laughs> exactly. Ice Cube Initiative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a really forward-thinking guy. Well, the bottom line is this. You know, people who support the show are cool. Ross Bruce, you're cool. You put green energy in quotes. So I don't know. Maybe Ross Bruce is one of those dudes that he's like, hey, man, lay off government. I want to fucking burn coal in my backyard. You know, that's like what Ross is doing. I'm I'm the kind of guy I actually like green energy, but, uh, you know, you can't rely on just one thing. You know, man, you want to you want to start slowly weaning off those fossil fuels, man. You got to use all sorts of things. Got to diversify. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. You need the fucking wind. You need the sun. You need the geothermal. You need ice cubes in your pants. Yep. <laughs> Needles in your ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Needles in your ass. It's all part of it, you know. <laughs> Build our houses under weird mountains so we all live like hobbits. Because that would actually keep your house cool. If you like, if we all built houses into hills, mm. then you would actually have the natural cooling. So you probably wouldn't have to put ice cubes in your pants. No, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, when you diversify, you want to do a whole bunch of different sort of techniques. And so you got the you got the Hobbit house, you got a windmill out there that's just fucking killing birds in your backyard, then you cook those birds. That's the thing. Whenever people are complaining about all these different sort of sources of energy, it's all like, oh, the windmills kill birds. I'm like, yeah, then you fucking eat them, dummy. Uh-uh. That's what I do all day. I just eat birds. I don't even cook them. <laughs> I like the way they're, they, they got these crunchy bones. It's like eating a chocolate bar or something. I think you're hungry too, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe that's what's going on. 
<laughs> well, look, I want to listen uh, to some more music. All right, I got one here from Leslie Young, and uh, this is just a fun Italo track. It's just an instrumental, but it's a fun thing. I like nice. the Italo vibe. Makes me feel good. Makes me feel like dancing. And this song is brought to you by my awesome PayPal's. These are the people, of course, who support Beyond Synth on PayPal. Cool people like Austin Whetstone and Jimmy Groon and the Ross Conian and Brandon Morin and Digital Dreams. And uh, I hope you dig this. This is Leslie Young with Imagination.
And that was Imagination by Leslie Young. Brought to you by my awesome PayPals. We're talking about Dan Williams and Russell Nyes and Timothy Warwick and Jersey. And then there's Michael Sackey. I think that's everybody. Yeah. So thank you so much for supporting the show. I think uh, Michael Sackey felt guilty because I kept mentioning his name and he only donated like one time. And so then he uh, he donated again out of guilt, which is what I like to do. I like to guilt that's smart supporters mm-hmm. into supporting the show yes. because obviously great tactic. The show itself is uh, <laughs> is not doing the job. <laughs> anyway, I'm here with Marco. He's a cool guy, and I'm here with Retro Serenade, aka Randy, talking about air conditioning and ice cubes. You brought it up. I don't know why. <laughs> you got any like uh, anything you want to talk about that we didn't talk about? Not really. I think I was thinking of telling you a story about how I met Florence, but it's okay. <laughs> Is it a little too kinky for the no, show? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just met her in a weird way. I guess I'll just... Well, you have to tell me now. You gotta tell us now. <laughs> no, well, I was at a, one of the midnight concerts, mm-hmm. and uh, next to us was this big group of girls and guys. Groupies, I guess. They're all wearing neon string things or whatever. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they tapped me and my girlfriend. They were just like, hey, do you want to help us confront this girl? They went in front of us, because it was right in the front. They went in front of us, and they were just like... I was like, huh? And I looked, and it, it was Florence, and... Her friend and I was like, uh, I don't know. And then so she goes to this person next to me and she was like asking everyone around us, Hey, you want to confront this girl, get her to move, blah blah blah. Cause he went in front of us. And I was like, Why is this girl doing this? Wait, so so who is in front of who? Well, I guess Florence and her friend went in front of this group of girls and they were mad that she did that. Oh, look at wanted- Florence, eh? She's like yeah. walking in front, going like, Hey man, I'm Florence. I can stand in front of whoever I want. <laughs> well, I, you know, I don't know. That's the Florence I know. <laughs> but yeah, it was just kind of weird because she was like gathering the crowd to do it. Like all around us and it seemed like everyone was agreeing to it because like she says okay i'm about to do this guys and i turn around and there was a big group of them i'm about to do this you guys got my back and i was like oh yeah i was just like uh okay they wanted you to punch florence no i guess they wanted to confront her and they wanted to move her out of the way or something Mm. and so you know a minute later she was just like okay i'm gonna go right now and then i just looked at florence i was like hey aren't you blah 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 you know aren't you florence you go by glitbiter i love your music and i was being loud you know because they were about to move in and then all of a sudden (laughs) yeah it was so weird (laughs) and then yeah i just told her you know what she did and like i love your music you're great blah 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 but you can't butt in like this yeah Yeah. and then and that group was just standing there for the longest time like they still wanted to. So I kept it going and I started talking about you and what you're doing here. So I just kept it going. And then, then they just left. What then, sort of venue can one person just sort of walk and somehow now be blocking so many people? I don't understand. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, that's why I found it so weird. And, it's like yeah, some just, venue where you guys are all in a line. Like, is this no. one long line from the stage and like Florence uh, butted in front? Yeah, I don't know. There's plenty of room, and that's why I found it weird and what this girl was doing. Yeah, that's pretty much my story. <laughs> Maybe they don't like goths, goth racists. I have no idea. I just damn midnight elitists. <laughs> Well, now I'm going to have to get Florence on the show to fucking corroborate this story. I want to find out what she's doing running around somehow blocking entire groups of girls. 
with just her presence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I didn't want to say anything before, but now that it's out in the open, I mean, I've been to a couple of gigs with Florence, and she does have a habit of doing that. She will, like, <laughs> block the line to the bar, and, I mean, who the hell does she think she is? <laughs> I want to start this rumor now. This is like with this whole episode. Just, Florence is going to be listening to this episode going like, what the hell are they talking yeah. about? And I welcome yeah. it. Yeah. Hello, Florence. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, look, we got to wind yeah. down because we've been recording for a while. So how about this? I know, Randy, you came and you, you wanted to play a, a few songs and you're like, how about a vapor one? And I jokingly said no. But you know what? Since I'm a nice guy and that is exactly why this is happening because of how nice I am. <laughs> no other reason. Uh, uh, yeah. How about you get <laughs> Well, all that's going to be edited out. How about uh, how about you play the the last song? What do you want to play? Well, he does vapor. I guess that's why I called it vapor. Some people call his music vapor, but I guess the artist is Icarus. The song is "All Your Friends." All right, cool man. And uh, yeah, well, let's just listen to that, and then we'll say goodbye. This is Icarus and Kel T with "All Your Friends."
And that was Icarus and Kel T with All Your Friends. And that uh, was the last song of the show. Uh, fucking Retro Serenade, he picked that one. He said, you know what, this will be a nice song to end the show on. And I agreed with him, and, uh, and that's why we did that. So we're going to say goodbye now. No. It's been a fun time, but, uh, you know, all things come to an end. So we'll be saying goodbye to Retro Serenade. Is there is there anything you want to say before you uh, before I hang up on you? No, just thanks for bringing me on. I mean, I'm glad to finally met both of you. I don't have a lot of friends that listen to this music. I'm the only one, so it's it's nice to talk with like-minded fellows that have the same interest in the same genre of music. You know. And of course, thank you uh, very much for your support. Of course. You know, of I, course. I, I appreciate your awesome support, and it is what keeps things coming out on a regular basis. Awesome people like you, Mr. Retro Serenade. And I get to say that all the time because uh, I hope people don't get annoyed by all the Patreon shoutouts. You know, I am very self conscious about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the way that I figure is, you know, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and they will just stop their show and then just do ad reads for like five or six minutes. Yeah, that's, you know, buzzkill that. Yeah. Why can't I do that? Technically speaking, my patrons are my sponsors, right? Is that how that works? Yeah. I'm just figuring this out. Yeah, now. but you know, yeah, but the way you do it, it's not like yeah, I mean, if you did it like in a monotone voice and it was like the same, you know, it, it's not like that. It's fine, Andy. You do it well. Yeah, we feel special every single time you say our names. Well, that's the bottom line. <laughs> I do anyway because you are special, damn it. <laughs> yeah. But look, you have a uh, a lovely Californian day and don't work too hard. And uh, hopefully, the brownouts don't affect you as much as they apparently are affecting uh, <laughs> Ross Bruce. He seems pretty upset about. It. Poor Ross. So I hope things work out better for you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah. Nice to have you on and nice to meet you, Randy. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for all your support. And uh, yeah, we'll have to get you on again sometime. Yeah. Hopefully one day our paths will cross. Yeah. I don't travel much, but I do need to go to Canada whenever there's a synth event going on. Cause sure. And then I'll stand at the fucking front of the line and anger a bunch of girls and then see if uh, <laughs> they sort of organize a posse to beat me up. Except I'm not really a tall guy. So like, I don't think I will interrupt too many people's views. Unless they were little tiny women, were they? Or were they normal sized? <laughs> they went primordial. Yeah, were yeah. They primordial. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like just taking the word dwarf off of that and just calling them primordial. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I love that conversation. Now, every fucking time, it's like that's the thing that pops in my head is primordial. Every time. Because of what Florence said that time. It's like. Well, it's a real thing, man. Primordial dwarfs. Like, that's what it's called. Well, At least yeah, it, that's what it's called in this current year. But who knows? Maybe <laughs> people, are gonna, year, yeah. people are listening to this in the year like 2029, and it's like, uh, we don't call them primordial dwarfs anymore, you fucking piece of shit. And uh, I'll have to apologize on future Twitter. That's my future. <laughs> going to be real disappointing. <laughs> yeah, they'll erase your show and delete it from history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like, you know what? That no, would probably well, yeah. be a good thing. <laughs> you get in trouble and the show disappears. I'm like, well, I guess if no one else has to hear it, then that's... Uh... Anyway, look, what's going on? I'm saying goodbye. All right, Marco, say yeah. goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> goodbye! Perfect. And uh, Randy, <laughs> you, uh, you have a lovely night. And to everybody else out there, 
keep on listening to Beyond Synth, man. Tune in next week. There'll be a cool guest, and then uh, we'll be having more uh, patrons on the show and getting to know the awesome people who support Beyond Synth, and that's all I know. <laughs> also, this is a quick aside, but if you are a patron who supports the show on PayPal, you are also eligible to come on the show. Some of you I just don't know how to message, because some of them, I, I like, I have your, your PayPal email, but some people just use, like, a burner email account, so they don't respond to the messages. So, if you are a, you know, a long-time uh, a donation person, um, you know, get in contact with me, because you can, you can come on the show, too. Even you, Ross Bruce, and you can come here and mm-hmm. explain yourself. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> as long as you doesn't have a brown eye. Yeah, at the yeah, time. yeah. That's Jesus. right. <laughs> this computer shuts off and explodes. Um, okay. Yeah. Goodbye, everybody. Tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Take care. Beyond Synth is made possible by the supporters on Patreon and PayPal. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a supporter at patreon.com slash beyondsynth or donating via PayPal at beyondsynth.com. If you want to submit music to the show, please email beyondsynthsubmissions at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow and subscribe to Beyond Synth on YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, and Facebook. May the Force be with you. Beyond Synth is made in partnership with your mom. <laughs> <laughs>